Hello, folks. Welcome to a brand new episode of Smoke and We Got Em, the most interactive music podcast there is. Today, we got a special record on board, and, uh, you know, I'm stoked about this one. Now, the premise of the show is the same as usual. You're going to have two numbers where we're going to listen to this record, side A, side B, smoke one per side. And now, for the favorite part of everybody's day, the Oracle's pick. The Oracle of Oxford County, Mr. Jeremiah Charlton, lead us in. I was challenged. I was challenged by my friend, my confidant, who said, I would like you to do a wild card of Asian progressive music. And you delivered tenfold. So I said, okay. I looked at 10 different albums, and this is the one that I chose. It is called Guru Gypsy, spelt interesting, G-U-R-U-H, and then G-I-P-S-Y. 1977. Are you ready, folks? I'm not telling you anything else. This is it. Let's go. Let's go and do this. A lot of meat on the bone. I spoke and we got him. Let's listen to it, folks. Let's go. Guru Gypsy, nineteen seventy-six. This is uh, this is a tough record. This is a hard to beat sort of record. This is only the A side. This blew me the fuck away. Yeah, and let's have a little backstory, folks. Let him know. Little story. The guy, Guru, is Guru Sarkano Putra. And I said, this is from Indonesia, okay? If you know anything about Indonesia, the name Sarkano should ring a bell. If not, mm-hmm. you know more about history and the world in general. Read better books. Read, just read books. Let's start with books in general, and then we'll work on the better ones as we go along. <laughs> Sarkano is the founder of Indonesia. Yeah. Okay. Independence. Indonesian independence. Okay. The first president was like in charge for a long time. This is his son. Who is <laughs> this is Sarkano's son. The fact that Sarkano's son made this album makes the album so much crazier to me. Gee, I have not I haven't even got my, my, my brain doesn't work on this level yet. Because yeah. I listen to the whole the whole album not knowing that this is the whole album i was like man this album is fucking great right and then i look up the history of it and this guy and i'm like think about this let me just give you an example imagine g that richard nixon's son made an album this good that that you would that you just fucking mind you just blew my top, brother. I would love to. See, I would love to hear that. <laughs> I'm saying, Richard Nixon's son or his yeah. daughter, his daughter Pat. His daughter Pat has an, a prog band that mixes uh, prog with gamelan music. Yeah, we we got to talk about that real quick because it, in terms of uh, in terms of what this record is bringing, it's the perfect mixture of uh, you know a. You're talking about somebody that is fully tied to their cultural identity from Indonesia. So this music is fully submerged in folkloric 
uh, in the folkloric sound of, of Indonesia without losing a step in the modern pop rock band scenario. It's crazy. It's unbelievable. Of course, a self-produced record because yeah. you know only they, released they, on cassette, brother. Yeah, dig that. Yeah, in that super hip, you know, it, it was this album was had a couple of uh, months of being worked on, and and by the way, folks, usually a couple of months. Record, no, no, gee, sixteen months. Sixteen. Sixteen months. over a year they worked on this album. Well. It's now the only reason that could happen right. is because obviously it's the it's the it's it's the founder of the nation's son, so that's why it's all like self produced. Like money was not an issue. Like I read about, like they were recording at the greatest studios, at I the mean, Music Laboratory in Jakarta. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, music Lab in Jakarta, which is which is crazy. This this uh, cassette gets released in December '77, and. This is not a short album. This is 59 minutes and 34 seconds. Literally, you could only fit 30 more, less than 30 seconds. I mean, this thing was tapped out. Um, <laughs> so me, what do you think? First track? Just for, come me, in? for me, that first track is called Independent Indonesia. And it's a hell of a statement of, of what you're about to like embark on because it covers, it's like, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a, it's one person's, picture of what indonesia is that's so as now, best as i can put it so what's so funny is the band gypsy is the second part of it right and they were an indonesian band and they did they did covers of like elp and king crimson yeah and general giant and stuff like that they're like think about how crazy that cover band was and then so they're the band actually playing the, the rock instruments, the drummer, the bass. The drummers are in, is insane in this album, right? The drummer is insane. The bass player is insane. Yes. The, the sound that they both have, um, it's just really, uh, you know, it doesn't sound like 77. So what happened to me is like at first, I the very first part, let's say the first, I don't know, I'm just going five minutes of the track roughly. Yeah. I'm hearing a little bit of those influences, like the ELP, like the sound of the organ, but all these things, right? But as this album progresses, I kept on thinking, like, I've never heard this mix before. Because the no. Gamelan sits nice with the the, uh, the Prague. You know, I, I the thing about Indonesian instruments, right? If you talk about folk music, uh, there's added notes. There's patterns that are not Western patterns. There is a different texture to the sound. It's a very percussively driven, which is perfect for this sort of music. And you don't think about how good that mesh is like you're talking about. But specifically the gamelan sound in this world with the rolling drums and the bass that also kind of rolls through with the uh, with the drums that you hear from the first cut into the second cut, which was my standout track, Floating uh, Chopin, uh, really had that. It, it starts getting deeper and deeper into the Indonesian sound. And it's crazy. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying, like the, as the as that side progresses, like the more and more the game land sort of works in with it, and it's it's just so great. The guitar yeah. solo and like a third track was really great. Yeah, so so Guru writes this album, brings it over to the Gypsy Band, and uh, so what does he play in the band? He's he's in... Guru says he's playing piano, gender. I don't know what that is. Okay, and then the lyrics, and then the band, Gypsy, uh, Odnik Nasachon on guitars, Abadi, Sosman Minimoog, then you mm-hmm. got Ron, Ronnie Harahup on piano, Chrissy, 
on bass and Keenan Nastion on drums and vocals. So the guitar player and the, and the drummer have to be related some way. Yeah. And, 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 and um, then that's like the regular band. And there's also like five other guys that are on top, plus a, a orchestra section and a Balinese gambling ensemble. So this is just unbelievable. Yeah, so so just so you know, a uh, uh, gender is like um, it's a type of metal phone. So it's it's Balinese. It's it's made intended for gamelan ensembles. Uh, it lays down straight like a xylophone. Nice. And okay. It, and you, now, yeah. Yeah, and you hit it with mallets, which is yes, I that do sort know of like that sort of sound, which is what breaks the patterns down and makes the band fit in so well in that prog world with the folk world. I mean. It makes sense that he's the one coming off of, uh, of, of, you know, he's the jump off for these tracks because he's got the access to the best Indonesian in- instruments. And so, so yeah, yeah. I think it's time, folks. We uh, go that journey. Yeah, th- this is, we can Side talk about two. this album so long, but l- let's, uh, yeah, uh, let the folks know what we're, uh, what we're doing here. Let them know what they got to be listening to and uh, let's kick it. Guru Gypsy, okay? This is Indonesian Prague, 1977. Smoke Mopigatum. Uh-oh. So as we progress into this thing on Smoke Mopigatum, uh, we're listening to a hell of a record, 1977. Guru Gypsy, it's uh, Indonesian. It's something you've, you've never heard Uh Originally, at the top of uh, side A, uh, Jeremiah was talking about how the music is slowly disintegrating into just the folk aspect of the gamelan and the ensemble. We hit it hard on the side B. Like, it just yeah. kicks off real fast. It's awesome. It's, it's awesome. I like this side even better. Yeah, this, this side gets better than the first side. This now, is where like, I was listening to the album at first, and, and uh, I just kept thinking to myself, I've never heard this before i've heard gambling music obviously um one of my friends actually moved to indonesia to study it so yeah i've I've heard that music before um but not in this context and not so effortlessly laid on top of each other it usually you know that's that seems always weird because usually usually you can see you can see the crack where where oh this doesn't quite fit they were making it fit in this one it is out just completely it's like, seamless. It's like David Byrne doing a salsa album. It's just come on. It's it's very interesting. Oh yeah, we can talk about that Byrne thing because I gotta anyway. We do, we don't want to get canceled. Um, it, it's not central, good, folks. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the cool thing uh, that there's here that stood out more there's uh, the vocal parts, right? Because the vocal parts sit on the Indonesian like Javanese vocal style. So it's West Japanese, and it's a different thing. Again, you would think that this has been done before because it sounds so natural, but that's not the case. This is the one and only time. Yeah, this is a great one-off here, folks. Unbelievable. Terrible find to the gold. Any, any, yeah. Like any for you? Uh, on this one, uh, number six, which is the name of it is Passion, the shortest track on the album. Uh, I, I do love how the drums keep rolling. And I do like how the ensemble, the Gamala ensemble keeps taking over um, when it comes to the groove. You know, you lose yourself in that groove. And it's just so, 
it feels so fresh when you get this Western sound with the Indonesian sound. It's crazy. I like that Jangar 1897. That's the one I like. That's track number five, yes. Saka. Yeah, I like that one. Saka. Yeah. There's, um, there's a really interesting uh, thing that we've heard because it almost sounds like a political statement. This lines up with all those other bands we've talked about that move into more activist sort of realm. Um, this music has that. This music has a lot of pride and, uh, and you can tell that they had a great time and took their time in building something that was super, super special. Um, what's the deal with the release here? Like if it's only in cassette, what, yeah, so it's interesting. Is it, it was re- released only cassette, and some German label tried to release it on vinyl in 2006, mm-hmm. and I guess like some some got got out, and the original people shut them down. Like, no, 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 not happening. Wow. So they haven't re-released it, and they and they and they stopped somebody from even putting out other things. So that's incredible. That's the coolest thing we heard so far. I mean, when you being dope that way is that's such a power move, right? <laughs> I can't. I couldn't believe it. I was just like, like, because I want one of these tapes, and it's like one hundred and thirty-three bucks, basically. Yeah, from Indonesia for now, a cassette now, tape, and you're like, Jesus, you know, this cassette's been listened to a thousand times. Yeah, yeah. There's, like you get, you get, like it, you get it home and just snaps immediately. You know, lose it. Oh, that, or when they pack it, they don't pack it right, and then the tape stretches on the way to the uh, oh. to the house, which has happened to me. I, I I bought an original copy of League of Gentlemen by Robert Fripp and the League of Gentlemen, mint condition, right? They packed it without putting any sort of insulation. When I opened it up, I just had a paperweight, had to buy it again. No problem. Is, it, is that the Pink album? Yes, sir. I have it on vinyl, original. Copy. Yeah, yeah. We don't yeah. fuck around here. We don't yeah. fuck around. We're dope as fuck. Um. I want to talk a little bit about the artwork on this Guru Gypsy. Uh, the cover artwork was incredible to me. Um, powerful. Very powerful. Ancient. Uh, ancient. Oh, that's a great way to say it. Um, it's Balinese. It's a Balinese script, uh, which uh, talks about the event, uh, the event of emptiness and truth and uh, eternal. Uh, these are the energies that that, that Balinese script is uh, conveying. And uh, boy, is it ever... Is it ever powerful? There's a crude, uh, there's a crude interpretation of it that says "agreement in darkness." I read here, um, which is the part that's underneath the actual sigil. There's a white lining underneath all these power uh, words that says "agreement in darkness." So wow. you know, yeah, Guru's not fucking around with what he came up with. This band created something super special, super special. Um, and I, I think that... it. Go ahead. I heard the original. Uh... When it came out, it was three times as uh, the price of a regular tape, regular well, record in, in it's, Indonesia. It's it's good to see that it keeps on that tradition because if you're talking about you know a C note plus to get this, but I guess uh, it has it's has quite a good like uh, insert, so it, it better it better have a good insert for one fifty. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you. Um, no man, this is. Uh, this is, a well thought out, this is a well-thought-out album. Um, it hit a couple of, uh, well, according to Rolling Stone, which means nothing, but Rolling Stone Indonesia voted this uh, the second-best Indonesian album of all time. Wow. And this was in 2007. Um, so fairly recently was voted the second-best album of Indonesia. It makes me wonder what the first one was. But, uh, you know. Way to make me just feel culturally ignorant. Just found yeah, this, this album today, folks. It's the second how, best album in Indonesia. Come on. How crazy, how crazy is that, right? 
So uh, if, if anybody runs into this, uh, grab it. Don't think about it twice. I wonder what 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 does Rolling Stone say the second best album is? Just like regular, like the regular Rolling Stone, because it's so shitty. It could not be it, this hip. It's not even close to be this this hip. Correct. Well, even even the regular top one hundred list of guitar players in Rolling Stone have. If we're going to rule by anything, let's think about it. Might be actually. It might players. be uh, number two. I'm guessing might be like uh, off the top of my head. What would Rolling Stone say? Number one is probably something stupid like uh, oh, it's going to be Beatles, of course, Sergeant Peppers, of course. or it's gonna be something, or a Beach Boys. Uh, you know that album with Golly Nose on it. Wouldn't yeah. it be nice? Yeah, the, you mean you mean the, the record that everybody stops who is lazy and doesn't want to hear good music from the Beach Boys? Yeah, right. that one. That one. Yeah, it's something. It's something relatable, like Dylan or something. It's just so square. It's nowhere near. It's not this. Gypsy. It's right? nowhere near. Like this. it blowed my mind. If like Rolling Stone, this is the second cool. What? What's yeah. going on? Yeah. And uh, and like I said, you know, there was a mission here. When you when you fill a cassette up with fifty nine minutes and thirty four seconds of this sort of Indonesian music, progressive rock mixture, so well, and you put on top of it a sigil that says agreement and darkness. Yeah, yeah, you, you're setting off. You're setting off. So where are we going tomorrow? I I don't know that I've recovered from today. <laughs> where are we going tomorrow? Um. You know, these wild cards are treating us real good. Can we do another wild card? A wild card. Yep, we sure can. Let's do a wild card and see what pops up because, man, you are fucking destroying it with every single episode we do here. And, you know, this is we're getting close to the next uh, the second quarter of the best stuff. We've done already uh, 50 albums. We're close to doing 50 albums, folks. If you want to hear any of the stuff that we've done before, they're in the uh, archives. You can find us everywhere. If you're listening to this, you know where to find us. And if you don't, then you don't. That's just what it is. Um, so are, are you sure that, like, I'm almost willing to bet that nobody is, is cool in the entire world that would have all the albums we've we've gone over? Would you agree with that? I agree with that 100%. I don't think there's one person that has all of these albums. I think I think there there's records that people own just like just like you or I, you know. We got we got records that are in this list, but we don't we've have had all some of them. real expensive ones and some some are just so rare. We've done some deep motherfuckers on here. Yeah. We've, we've done some real real deep ones. I I I I would I would bet to say that maybe there's a I'm not talking burns have... motherfuckers. I'm talking vinyl. Yeah, I know we're talking the real deal. I, I, I would I would be pressed to say that somebody's got maybe twelve of these in one collection. Isn't there that crazy rich Brazilian who owns like a Brazilian vinyl? He's trying to buy all the vinyl. Have you ever read, read, read that story before? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's and there's another. There's a woman also in, in Mexico who's doing that. There's two old fucks that are just buying every single piece of vinyl that's out there. Well, they they have they don't even know they have it. Well, they, I bet you they don't that's have Guru Gypsy. But I bet you don't have. That's what I'm saying. I bet you don't have some of these. No, no, no. You know that that's the truth. So you know, let's right. go back to a wild card and uh, tomorrow. Yo, this was this was sick. This was sick. Ten, ten motherfucking points to the Oracle of Oxford County as usual, making us pop like motherfuckers. Tomorrow, I'll smoke if you got them. <laughs>